Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows. This, this intro is just not good, but we're going to keep rolling with it. We need to change this thing up, guys. I'm just saying. I'm tired of saying these things every single week. But welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. So I'm your host. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. We're just pulling the curtain back a little bit this week. And I'm joined by my good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, WandaVision, episode number eight. Eight. We are so close to the finish of this season slash this series question mark how did you guys enjoy episode number eight lots of information that yeah. was very information packed yeah yeah like everything you wanted to pretty much everything you wanted to know about you know the in-between stuff you got to see it it's kind of like a documentary but not not a documentary yeah. but it felt like we were getting tons of information yeah it's sure. like uh they took the mcu timeline for scarlet witch and yeah. they went back and they put a finger here and they put a finger here <laughs> right. and they put a finger here and they said this is yeah. exactly the stuff that happened so uh, which is good we've been wanting that yeah no we definitely have yeah. been it was, it was interesting to see her childhood and all that kind of stuff so uh it's exciting um yep. it was a good it was technically it was a filler episode i'm not going to lie it was a filler episode in a way i, I guess so because it, because Monica wasn't there, all the all the like the mains weren't there, but we knew we the mains we, weren't there. I mean, we, Wanda was there. Well, Wanda was there, but we learned Wanda's inner workings in her mind, but it, we didn't necessarily progress the actual the current plot. timeline story. Yeah, we yeah. we have known that Wanda has trauma, and we have known that Wanda has been going through it. Yeah, all along. Right. But this week we were like, nah, and, and we always knew somewhat why, but we really got the. Yeah, the curtain pulled back, just like our listeners did on the intro. You know, yeah, th- dude, it's this much the same thing. This was like the emotional episode. Yeah. They actually let the actors act and and oh, draw you great in. Great acting, like, dude. Shout out Catherine Hahn, possibly stealing the entire series right now because yeah. she executed all of her scenes in this episode flawlessly. Fantastic, man! Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, this was this was very much the classic like flashback episode where. Like, it explained everything that, you know, everything that, like, why things, certain things happen during the timeline. It's like, oh, well, this is why this happened. This is why this has happened. You know, this is why she did this, why she did that. So, you know, very much it was set up around, um, you know, it gave out a lot of information. You, you, you are, I mean, it's Fuller-esque episode. Like, you know, it was it was a filler-esque episode and in, in, in that sense that didn't move the plot really long at all. It was really just about getting you a ton of information. It was developing points of of interest, I guess yeah. I should say. So. Yes. Yeah. I I will say that yeah, you, you were correct about that, but it didn't it didn't have like the regular filler feel cuz most filler is like literally it's just a side story, you know, side quest that they're going on and it doesn't give you really anything. You you could almost kind of clip that episode out and it would mean nothing to you know, the rest of the series, whereas this very much meant a lot to the series. You learned a lot from about Scarlet Witch in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So we are about to get into the spoiler part of our review where we talk about the the depths of episode eight. But before we do that, we want to remind you to please like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you're on Apple, please leave us a five-star review. That would help us tremendously. And also share this podcast with some of your friends, some of your Marvel friends, uh, anyone that you talk movies with or just you know geek stuff with. Please share this podcast. 
Um, and also follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Okay, let's get into some. Uh, let's let's talk about this episode. We're gonna do something a little different this week. Instead of just going in and talking about everything that happened, uh, we're gonna play a little quick game. All right. Um, you, you hear this a lot on sports talk radio and, um, sports, what's that? Some of the people, <laughs> some of the people listening, um, but you hear this a lot on sports talk radio where you kind of have this game called buy or sell. So what's going to happen is I'm going to say a statement. Okay. And then both, uh, Justin and Anthony are going to either buy or sell, meaning if they agree with it, they're going to buy it. If they disagree with the statement I say, they're going to sell it. Say, no way, that's not happening. And we'll have some fun dialogue coming off of this. All right, you guys ready? Bring it on. One Division, buy or sell, episode eight. Ralph is Senior Scratchy. Sell. Uh, I'll sell as well. Okay. All right, well, n- n- no bites on that. Who do, you th- who do you think? Are we going to see Ralph at all? No, not at all. She just made him up. I think that Ralph is real, but he died during the Salem Six, trial. Sixteen ninety something. That's well, what I'm gonna say. I, the reason I had this one is at one point early in the episode, she's like scratching Senior Scratchy, and she's like, she didn't realize who we really were, did she? She's like talking to Senior Scratchy yeah. like as if he's somebody, you know? All right, that's fine. All right, next one. Vision will survive the hex outside of the hex. He will be alive at the end of the series. Bye. Bye. Wow, you guys are both. Yeah, but not probably not in the conventional way. Like the vision that we know, like that's green and red on this. <laughs> <laughs> the color, the yeah, popsicle. The, yeah, he's he's <laughs> not he's not going to yeah. be. Yeah, I think the one that we've actually seen in the hex is, is going to be dead. Not yeah yeah yeah. But so there will the, be a vision. There will be a vision. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I see how you guys did that. All right, the twins will survive the hex as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'll sell that as well. You guys are going to have to start disagreeing at some point. Okay? That's the whole point of this game. <laughs> All right? Um, that's fine. So you guys you guys don't think they'll survive? Uh, honestly, no. I think that there's something traumatic is going to happen. They're going to get, like, destroyed or killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Wanda's going to go ape, yeah. ape and just lose her mind. I, again, yeah. I, I agree with that. All right. The White Vision, which freaking shout out. <laughs> to the white vision man like so that that's Dude, there's so much clean we're real clean there's so much yes. we're gonna get into yeah like but in the comics the white vision is is such an like i guess like a uh pretty much the the counterpart yeah right? exactly uh, emotionless yeah. Uh, yeah like doesn't know wanda at all like it's gonna be so interesting to see them true pull this robotics off. yeah all right, so the white vision we see at the end in the in the mid credit scene, which if you're listening and you didn't know there's another mid credit scene, sorry, we just spoiled it for you. The white vision we see is Ultron 2.0. So, bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> you think so? I think well, I think it starts off as just a regular vision or like a robotic more to the point, factual, but I think slowly but surely uh, we are going to get some Ultron uh, seeping through, and we actually will hear James Spader's voice. Whoa, that's yeah. a big shout right there. Yeah, I can kind of see it. I I, yeah. I feel like, dude, huge cameo that everyone's been. Yeah. It's freaking Ultron, man! Wow. It's James Spader. That would be that would be that would catch so many people off off guard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Mephisto is still at play here. We just don't know it yet. We just don't see it. So, say sell. So you guys both think the ship has sailed on Mephisto. Yeah. 
I think Agatha is being portrayed too powerful that yeah. I don't think that, I think it would be a, a slight to the character that if Mephisto's in charge and she is just a pawn, she yeah. is anything but a pawn. I think if there's another witch involved, it's a witch on the positive side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really thought when when Wanda left the sword compound and she was driving to Westview, I. I really thought uh, when there's that letter there that someone put it there and she was about to go meet somebody. And then I realized, okay, Vision, you know, already had this plan for her. But I thought she was about to go meet Mephisto there. And so I was really, I was, I was shocked. And I will get into it more later, but I was shocked when I just saw her create all of this on her own in her despair. I thought there would have been something added to the cocktail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. And I think Agatha wanted to see that too because she did not want to have to deal with Wanda on her own. Yeah, and now she's like, oh my gosh, she really is the Scarlet Witch. Too powerful. Man, that was awesome when when she said that, by the way. All right, all right. We'll get there. All right, the fake Pietro, Pietro. Love it. Is actually the Fox Mutant Peter and Agatha has just been controlling him. So... I'll buy that. I, I buy it for sure. I'm selling that. You're one. selling that one. You think she just kind of created? I think him? it was just a nice little, uh, like I don't know, Feige's tipping it. Just yeah, Feige, tongue in cheek uh, to the yeah. the Marvel geeks out there. Yeah, I mean, it's hat, very it, possible. The Hat Man himself, Kevin Feige, uh, <laughs> playing the little mind games. Yeah, I mean, I could see it, but I still feel like there's a chance that she's just controlling his body. But I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Wanda will for sure become a villain here. Sell. You're still selling that one. You've been selling that one all season. I'm going to yeah. say sell as well. This, oh. this episode kind of like really humanized her more in my no eyes. No way, man. She's she's going to have to deal with the death of Vision, probably her kids. She's done it already, though, man. If she yeah. survived it this long, she can do it one more time. But then she's going to realize that she's been manipulating thousands of people as well like she's it's gonna, gonna weigh on well, her it really is but it is but i think it's gonna push her in the other direction they've they, they've they've made they've made agatha and hayward too hard of you know antagonists yeah yeah they're, they're coming on pretty strong there yeah so i'm still disagreeing but that's okay all right next one dr strange is gonna show up before the season is over sell sell mm. i'm hearing some reports that he's for sure gonna have to and and I and that could be the mid mid. I'm about to say it could be yeah th- post credit. If anything, post credit. But I don't think he's gonna have. I mean, the scene. If he is in a scene, it's not with Wanda or anything. It's with the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's calling him for help. <laughs> yeah, that or it has to do with like reality or time or something like that. Yeah. But no Wanda or Vision involvement at all. Okay. All right. Only two more. Here we go. So. The big secret surprise reveal of a cameo of a special character that Paul Bettany has talked about was actually himself as the White Vision. I'll buy. I'll buy <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, sadly, I'll buy. I'll buy that. I don't want it to happen to be true or anything. I, I think that's what it is, man. Isn't that so funny? How lame. <laughs> so, for context, if if you're listening, you're not sure what we're talking about. There's there's uh, interviews of Paul Bettany saying that there. I think we mentioned it maybe last week, but that there is still one big cameo reveal of someone who's who he has always wanted to work with, and it's just classic, like just throwing, like just messing with us, you know? Yeah, so, classic thespian, yeah, you know, over involvement. I've always wanted to work with myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I could totally see Paul Bettany the way he was laughing and smiling too. It could totally be that, which would really suck. 
Because we're like over here, like, oh, is it Doctor Strange? Yeah, is it Mordo? everyone, is everyone it... in the world is theorizing. Pa- yeah, is yeah. It, is it like <laughs> who? Who could this be? It's got to be somebody. Yeah, is it and... Professor X? Like every, the, the theories are <laughs> it's being Magneto. crazy. It's, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's Ultron. Like <laughs> it's Ultron. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last one. Next week is episode nine, which is supposed to be the series finale, but there is going to be a surprise episode ten the week after. So yeah, I'll sell. I think nine is it. We've we've heard rumors about a secret episode number ten. Yeah, but I think it's just the it's gonna be a long episode nine. I think it's gonna be a really long episode nine. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna call it now. It's gonna be an over over an hour. Yeah, it better be. I mean, I'm starting to wonder how they're heck, how the heck they're gonna land this plane. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. That's... After after episode eight here, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way this can come to a full conclusion in one more no forty five minute episode. No. There's no way. Yeah, how? No. There's so many. It, there's it, so ridiculous. many characters at, yeah. at large right now. These are some pretty brisk episodes, though. Like, but and they feel like I feel like they don't miss a beat. Like, I feel like like what we've always talked about on this pod that everything is done for a reason. Dialogue is important. It's key. Yes, you can have that, but I feel like it's got to be longer than an hour in yeah. order to get all of this out there. Yeah. But then again, a, a secret second episode. I don't know. If the Maybe. only way I think they would ever do a secret second episode is if it. Drops right with the nine ninth episode. Like we get two episodes next week. Yeah, if we had to wait a whole another week, that would suck. Well, I just, I don't know. <laughs> well, I just feel like TV doesn't work like that. I know it's I know it's TV. different, but it's, it's streaming. Yes, I know it's streaming, but I just don't feel like it. It just doesn't work like that. Where they, they would do he's something a traditionalist. Like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mister Baseball over here, of course, is <laughs> a traditionalist. Oh. <laughs> Very much so. I'm very traditional in a lot of ways. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, think about it this way. If they had a 10th episode, like, they'd have to advertise extremely hard the day of the 10th episode in order to get everyone's attention back and on one of it. would be so it. cruel, yeah. right? Oh, hey, I know you guys hate waiting a week after every episode. Well, we're going to do two one more time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. That would be so messed up. Yeah, and then Falcon Winter Soldier next week. And that would be the one, yeah, that would be the one plus is, like, you wouldn't have a yeah. week of dead air. But, yeah. I mean, it'll be good for us. Well, and think about it this way. It would just be Disney Plus solidifying their self for the next several months without skipping a beat, like, which we're missing a weekend of being a top-dominating streaming platform. Yeah. Like right. They right. are literally number one right now with WandaVision, the number one series uh, currently. <laughs> Overall streaming services, WandaVision is number one. And yeah. so – uh, I, or buy or sell. Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be the number yeah. one yeah. streaming uh, show. Buy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think from a marketing point of view, it's a good way to pivot. They give this, you get this week where you get to you get a you get wind down from from Wandavision, and then you pivot to Falcon and Winter Soldier, and you sell it hard for the week. So the week in between is actually a good thing. It, it builds. It allows you to come down from WandaVision, and it allows you to build to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, I hope we have the. Um, I hope we have a longer episode nine, a longer season finale. We should probably get into just episode eight. All right. Yeah. Um, let's go. So we start with the Marvel logo going purple. Uh, that was, I, sick, it was a good touch. Right? Yeah. And takes us back to Salem, Massachusetts, 1693. Mm-hmm. Knew exact. I feel like I knew exactly what was happening right when I saw the torch. I was like, oh, it's going down. Yep. We're going to get the backstory of Agatha. Uh, what did y'all think of this just like crazy sequence with her and all these other witches? Yeah, her coven. Yeah, the, it, re- it really doubled down on the whole like witch and everything. Like, I mean, I, 
Marvel, we're so used to these superheroes, or we're used to these like yeah. these these beings of like like power, like the Hulk and stuff like that, right? But witches, you're like, oh, which Halloween that kind yeah. of thing. But they really like double down. They uh, put all their chips here on. Uh, hey, look, uh, Agatha is not only a witch, but she's a witch who steals powers from other witches, like that kind of thing, and yeah. uh, showing how powerful she truly is. And, and that happened in 1693. So yeah. uh, the MCU timeline is very, very, very long. So yes. um, I definitely it was really cool. Um, it is interesting that they would d- decide to go to 1693 and with the Salem witch trial because. With the same witch trials, there any time that they're gonna build like really really strong witches, that's what they go to. They go to Salem, um, like witches that have been around for centuries and centuries. It's always Salem. That's where they start them out. So it immediately gives a an amount of gravitas to whatever character comes out of that. You know whether you're you know bringing out you know the witches from Hocus Pocus, whether you're bringing out you know whether they're bringing out Agatha Harkness. They're always it always shows an incredible power when you're associating them with that time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we basically see her. Was it actually her mom, or is that when she says mother? Is that more of like a it's reference? More, I think it's more of like a like a ma'am or sir. Yeah, like yeah, type okay, of deal. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so she or the just, head of a house. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah I, think, I think it was more like mm-hmm. she's like the head of the coven okay. type of thing. So she, man, they thought they were about to kill Agatha, and she just. She wipes out like seven or eight of these witches. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it was nothing. So we see right from the jump, like Agatha, man, she's she's powerful. Yeah. They establish her her, her power. They yeah. establish yeah. her dominance. And I mean, we don't know exactly what she does between sixteen ninety three and now, but it, we kinda get the vibe that she's in the search for power. Yeah. We kinda get the vibe that she is thirsting for that yeah. more and even in later on in the episode, it says that I was drawn to all these spells being she cast says, at I one time. It. Yeah, I sensed, I sensed it. it. Yeah, and so I mean, so yes, she's. I mean, yes, you could say typical power hungry villain, but yeah. I mean, we don't know the motivation behind why she wants it. I mean, besides thirst or or all right. power lust. Let, well, go ahead. The way, the way I see like their relationship in general is it's very much set up like this. Agatha is the person who gains their power and throughout um like they're like the person in school who was who studied every night who you know put in a ton of time to do whatever needed to be done to get straight a's you know and that's what she is and um and scarlet witch she's that pride she's that she's that person that doesn't study who walks in on the day of the test and just aces it like i feel like that that's how they're they're setting up their storylines with Agatha is because she always seems very like confused by Scarlet Witch. Like she expects more, um, lots of times from Scarlet Witch um, as her as her relationship is going along, and that that's kind of how I saw their relationship when she, when she was expressing it throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, I I want to say you know part of me wants to wait a little bit to talk about the ending. And not the part with the white vision, but with uh, Agatha, like, having <laughs> the twins but, and, like, like choking them. And there's just about to be a showdown, right? Yeah. Um, basically, I kind of want to wait here, but it, how awesome was it for you guys to just hear Agatha refer to Wanda finally within the MCU as yeah. the Scarlet Witch? 
She finally has one of those super, stupid superhero <laughs> Mon- days. Yeah, monikers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it was good. It it was uh, it, it finally came full circle. I mean, obviously, yeah. we've all been calling her Scarlet Witch. We yeah. know her character is a Scarlet Witch. And, I mean, yeah, it's cool to hear the name, but the way they kind of gave it the mythos behind it, yeah. like just uh, how they made it grander and larger, like it was like a, an entity. Um, yeah, they made it a big deal. Yeah, they made it a big deal. And uh, they that kind of like grounded it and made it like real. Like uh, yeah. you can – uh, it's not just a name; it's more than a name, yeah. which was really cool to see. Uh, the little tiny vision she sees when she looks into the mindstone. Yeah, and there's the, the outline, silhouette, the of, silhouette, yes, yeah. of uh, what her Scarlet Witch character looks like in like in every rendition in the comics. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool to see, and um, what will come from just being calling her the Scarlet Witch in the in the ninth episode or in the entire MCU from here on out. It'd be interesting to see how that that plays out. So, so here's the question I have, and I'm going to ask this question as I pop open a uh, a nice cold beverage here. I need some energy tonight, boys. I'm tired. Um, well, you were up at uh, 3.01 watching the... Dude, I actually did watch it and the, at the release time. Isn't yeah. that crazy? All right, a little backstory. I was out of town for work on Thursday, and I got home, like, really late. It was, like, almost 1.30. And for whatever reason, my wife was still up and awake, and... Like it was, it was like man, it's so close to yeah. Kill like, some time and watch yeah, the yeah. It didn't, it didn't take long for like time is just going by so fast that early in the morning as you're so excited for Wandavision. I don't know if I'll ever do it again because <laughs> I, <laughs> I when I when I woke up uh, this morning I was like yeah that was a, probably a bad idea but it was really cool to actually watch it you know not live but as they released it. But here's my question. Here's my question. Um, okay. You guys were talking about Agatha as if she is kind of thirsting for more power. I got the end. I got the idea that she's. I mean, and maybe it's just her, you know, saying saying these words just to say them. But at the end, she's kind of like saying to Wanda, like, "You're too powerful." I think she even says like, "There's." I don't know if she said like there were rumors of what you you watched it twice. Do you remember what she said at the end, Justin, when she's talking to Wanda? She's like. Like the there was like a, a maybe a prophecy about a witch that would become that well, would just, use chaos. Yeah, magic you're supposed and, to be a, you're supposed to be a myth. You're supposed yeah, to be yeah. a myth. Okay, I think she's more scared than trying to get her power. It, it, that's how I took it. I, I do 100 percent believe that she is pretty much terrified and kind of in awe of Scarlet Witch as well. Um, she, maybe she maybe that's why she came to Scarlet Witch. But I do believe she is in the search for power. I think she she wants power and is whether, grabbing whether it's to discover power or to obtain the power. But I do believe yeah. she is fixated with power. Period. Yes. yes, and maybe in this situation, it's you know if you even if she she I really do think she's really really scared of what Scarlet Witch could be. Yeah, and she in the idea of Scarlet Witch not knowing how much power she really has. I mean, they've used that storyline with Scarlet Witch. They've used it with, you know, Phoenix and things like that, not knowing how much power that they really have and what they can actually do with all the power that they have and not being able to control it. You see it all the time, of course, in superheroes, you know, when somebody starts getting a power and they don't know how to control it. And, you know, people trying to control them as they are trying to learn that power or before they are able to you know, capitalize on that power. Um, so you you see that a lot. I, I do believe that throughout the episode um, that Agatha is um, 
Like, you see her, and like I was saying earlier, she seems very confused lots of times that Scarlet Witch doesn't know stuff uh, or doesn't understand certain little things. Like, like when they a were basic in, protection spell. Yes, like, how yeah, do you well, not know the fundamentals? Or, yeah, yeah, the, the, the runes yeah, the or whatever. Runes, yeah. or, the, or the fact that you can't use your magic in here and exactly, things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's just all that kind of stuff, the runes. And it, it, it um, you know, like I was telling Justin, it would be like all of a sudden if his kids knew how to drive a car. And it's like, well, how did you get from, you know, just being barely able to walk to being to know how to drive a car, but not knowing anything in between? Like, it didn't make sense for Agatha that Scarlet Witch didn't know those simple, basic steps from the very beginning, and she had so much power. Yeah, she had to go through the reruns in order to figure out yeah. how she got the those powers. See, the, but I think, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you, you mentioned, uh, like you said, kind of scared, but in awe. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching throughout the episode. Like you can clearly see, like Agatha is yes. in, a, in full like appreciation of these powers, like and understood the gravity of how yeah. powerful she really was. So she was in that awe and like captivated by the powers. Yeah. But yes, you can see the the sense of trembling and the yeah. sense of I would of say fear. more of that yeah. than appreciation. Yeah. I didn't get appreciation yeah. at all. Uh, I feel like there's certain lines that she all said. Right. Here's the line: yeah. We are we are seeing this totally different because I again I think Wanda is going to be a villain coming out of this. <laughs> And you guys don't, which, no, which man, affects don't. the way that you view this episode. True, true. Right? So if you guys think that Agatha is on the hunt or maybe not intentionally looking for power but unintentionally looking for power, I look at it as if that was true, she would have just done it. She would have just found a way to take her power. What's the point of walking Wanda through all these memories and learning? If she's there for power, you get the power. I think she is trying to she, – she even said at one point, she's like, I have a theory, but I need to see more. I think she is – like she said, you were supposed to be a myth. I think she's more scared than anything. I don't think she's focused on power. And I actually – this sounds crazy. Not that Agatha's a hero, but I do think we're having a mix-up of who is the hero and who's the villain here. And it's a little murky. Okay. Does that make glad, sense? No, no, it is. I'm glad you say that because – I don't actually fully believe that Agatha is the villain. I There's, think, I, yeah, I don't. Either. I think that I mean, Hayward's the clear villain here, in my eyes. Okay, yeah. Hayward's going to be the clear yeah. villain, and I do believe He's that such a jerk. He, he yeah. is. He is, and his name's Tyler too. So yeah, what a, what a uh, yeah, what a yeah, bad word. Terrible, person. terrible name. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I think he's the true villain in this whole entire thing. But I do believe it's going to come down to uh, some sort of situation where Agatha and Wanda. They'll have to leave together, and on, like on purpose, like Agatha is going to protect Wanda in a way, and and keep her safe from whatever Hayward has planned. Yeah, I, I think they've done a fantastic job of muddying the waters about like who. These where are some muddy stand. freaking waters, man. Yeah, it's like, super muddy. Even like in this episode, some of the stuff that Hayward was saying, like you almost are like, okay, I, I understand where you're coming from a little bit. You know, with like especially when he was talking to Scarlet, which the stuff that he was actually saying, like if you hadn't, if you didn't have the negative outlook on Hayward, if you were just in that room as Scarlet Witch, what he was saying made a lot of sense. You know, when you were when he when she when he was talking to her about you know oh we can't let you know we're trying to dis- disassemble this and you know you know also I find it very interesting that he used it to describe Vision. He did not see. 
vision as a any sort of like a sentient being right. in his own right, mind. Right, right. He saw, which I think a kind machine. of leads. He saw yeah, a machine. He, 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 yeah, he sees him as a machine. He sees him as a weapon. And I think that was kind of like a, a tell a little bit on his part of how he saw that situation. But uh, like the verbiage that he was using was very much like, oh, we're trying to get, we're trying to disassemble him. We're trying to do, you know, all this kind of stuff, even to the point of letting her go down to, you know, see him and stuff like that. Like, he's kind of like, there are little things that he's doing that if you were just seeing that, that part of the storyline, you'd be like, maybe he's not such a bad guy. But we know from, you know, different things that he has done on the outside that, you know, he is, you know, probably yeah. not a good dude. Yeah, but then he goes, he, ha- he goes ahead and takes that whole entire situation and he, like, goes through some crazy editing and then, yep. like, presents it as a, yeah, a villain yeah. and to, like, Jimmy Woo and Monica and all of them and, and to, to use it to fuel his mission. Yes. Because, I mean, he's clearly clearly anti-super, anti-all yep. that kind of stuff. And so he has a he has another motive here. Yeah, yeah, for I, sure. Yeah. He's, he's clearly the villain in my eyes. Which, uh, which is exactly what I'm saying. They're muddying the water. Yeah, it's like, if you're just there, it's like, if yeah. some of the stuff makes sense. But it's also like he's doctoring videos yeah. and making it really yeah. look like yeah. she's on, Agatha, on the bad side. Agatha's that shiny, everybody look over here type of deal. But yeah. on, the, on the flip side, thanks to the post-credits, we have Hayward... Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm about to drop some hammer here, dude, and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild. So, but I, yeah, again, I just feel like if now I do think that what Agatha is doing, maybe to Wanda, trying to eliminate her because she's too dangerous, kind of reminds you of the first scene in this episode. It's a little bit hypocritical. Like that's what the the Coven yeah. leader or whatever was trying to do to her. Literally says you're too dangerous. But maybe yeah. maybe with 300 plus years of experience she realizes no like we I have to be somewhat of a, even of a guardian of well, uh, or just the shoes on the other foot now. It's like you Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think like when she she said she sensed what was happening and so she so she came to Westview and um I feel like the whole idea of doing the reruns and walking through the memories, which we haven't even gotten to yet, so we'll get there soon. I promise. If you're listening, you're like, uh, when are you guys going to talk about like all the flashbacks? Like the first 20 minutes of the episode. <laughs> yeah, We will get there. We will get there. Uh, but I, again, I feel like the motivation is so important for us to try to decipher yeah. and determine where we kind of put, put a line in the sand. Like, what are we thinking here? Because I, I really think that she is not necessarily trying to get Wanda's power, uh, but she, although, but then, like, why would she steal the kids? So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's 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 murky for sure, muddy yeah. water. Because uh, I mean, the easiest thing, if she really didn't want, you know, Scarlet Witch to see her full potential, would have been to knock her off as soon as she got there, or try not even try to figure out, you know, where she got these powers, how she started the hex, all this kinds of kind of stuff, and how it works. Um, you know, that would be the easiest way. I think then. the oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Here's my theory. Sorry, I totally interrupted you guys. Her, she, she knows she can't do that, or she has a hunch that she can't do that because of the way that she has spells on autopilot, as she said. Right? She has a theory, but she needs to see more. So she's trying to get more, like, information about this actual threat. Okay, now that she is using chaos magic, there's only one thing that she can do. She's not going to defeat Wanda. Let's be honest. Wanda is so OP, right? Overpowered. Exactly. Yeah. So I think she's going to try to bargain. That's why she has the kids. Okay, Wanda, I'm going to give you the kids, but you have to neglect. You have to give up 
some of your power. And maybe that's where she is trying to get power from her. Um, but I, that that could be a way that she might utilize the children. Or what if she's trying to push her to the point to where she may not be able to kill her, but somebody else might be able to, like the other Vision. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe so. Gosh, there's so many ways this can go. Every week we feel this way. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. And then, like oh, you mentioned, chaos magic. Like there's there's yeah. there's a lot of gravity to that as well. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned have to give up some of that power. Well, chaos magic can work like that. Chaos magic can can take a percentage of power and use it. And it's also like that that uh, the ulti- it's really the ultimate power where like time, reality, and all that kind of stuff does not exist. Like yeah. you, can, if you want something, you can get something, and that's we saw that clearly. She during, creates vision. Yeah, she literally creates yes. vision. She didn't steal his body. Hayward, nope. I'm looking at you, man. Man, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, she literally manifests his whole entire body. Yep, and uh, and so like you can tell the the power that she has there that she just developed by touching the Mind Stone or coming in close contact with the Mind Stone. Yeah, yeah. that was interesting, uh, too. Yeah. She and, created well, something out of nothing. Yes, something out of nothing. But then uh, Agatha does mention that, like, uh, it kind of, the Mind Stone kind of awakened something that was already there. Or yeah. was that the – I think that was the Hydra Scientist, she, actually. Yeah, she yeah. amplified it. Yeah, ampl- amplified it, it something. It amplified yeah. something yeah. that would have just died on the yes, vine. Yes, yes. Good, good, good callback. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean <sighs> – it, it, it Maybe the transfer of power. I like how I'm like over here. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, Agatha's she's she's fine. She's not doing anything wrong. And then I'm like, oh yeah, she she abducted children. So there's something. There's, there <laughs> yeah. is something else. Yeah, going in on. our in our human mind, this is wrong. Like, it's all, you, like you can't everybody, do that. Yeah. Everybody. Here's the thing. Everybody in the show has blood on their hands to some degree. Every the, all the waters. A little muddy, yeah. Except for Jimmy Woo. All right, let's, with that Whoa, in mind, hold on a second here. Like, the, okay, the kids. Like, what if Agatha is pulling the strings literally on the kids, right? Like, yeah. But they are actually not real, and Agatha knows that. See that? I I, I think that is a distinct possibility. I mean, if she created Vision out of nothing, then she very well could have created the kids out of nothing. You know, I, I think there's a distinct possibility the kids aren't real, and that just like Vision might not be real yes. outside of the hex, he was. Disintegrating. Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a distinct possibility that you know the, the the kids aren't real, and that she's use she she may be using them as leverage to do while they're still in the hex to you know work with Scarlet to get Witch. what she wants. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, there you go. Gosh. All right. We we've been going for over thirty minutes, and we're just now we're going to start talking about some of these flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so after an amazing sequence of Catherine Hahn acting her butt off, like, and she has Wanda kind of tied up, you know, uh, levitating in the middle of that little, you know, dungeon. Yeah. Uh, she takes her a trip down memory lane, and we get to see flashbacks to Wanda as a child when her kids were killed. And she's watched. I'm gonna I'm gonna breeze past them, summarize them real quick, and then I want to hear what you guys took away from those, what you enjoyed, and you know what spoke to you. Uh, we see a flashback to her in Sokovia when her parents are killed, and we see that Stark bomb that we've heard about in Age of Ultron. We see a flashback to when she is a volunteer at Hydra, and she comes into contact with the Mind Stone. Volunteer, quote unquote. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we see a flashback to being in the Avengers compound. And sitting on the bed with Vision and just, just some classic, just awkward, like, I think I like this person, but I don't know what to do about it. It's yeah. kind of funny. Uh, and then finally a flashback to S.W.O.R.D., the S.W.O.R.D. agency headquarters where she does not steal Vision's body. Nope. Uh, but we, we learn so much as all that's happening. So 
of all those flashbacks, those reruns, as they called it, which, by the way, the name of the episode was previously on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. So of all those flashbacks and reruns, anything stick out to you guys that really caught your eye? I mean, probably the biggest thing for me was, you know, the the bomb. Like if it the the way it was actually like flashing in the uh in the in, when she was a kid um then that, that flashback and you know going back to the to, toaster the toaster in episode from, one yeah so like that whole situation is they were waiting there to basically just die you know but it never happened but they were never taken um so and, and it was really cool seeing how you know yeah we'd seen you know oh she obviously likes sitcoms but it was actually it was interesting seeing you know how those things actually played into our life because i think especially you know people like us like when we watch tv shows and how we develop emotional connections to the characters or we you know different times in our life you know you might be a terrible tv show but if you're watching it at the right time in your life it grabs you and you it reminds you of certain things yeah that's true that's a good point i mean something that i took away from these flashbacks was that uh, for the way I saw it, every flashback had a a a kind of a high moment for her and a low moment for her yeah. in in her life. Like obviously she's enjoying the sitcoms with her family, and then the bomb goes off. So like, yeah. she's at a high of happiness and then a low. Even when she's with Hydra, uh, she's obviously she looks like she's a, in a traumatized state or whatever, right? Yeah. But the when the, the moment she like makes eye contact with the Mind Stone, like she kind of has this look of like like purpose. Yeah. Like she kind of real has a realization or or something. There's like that uh, euphoric look that she had, but then it like goes away and dissipates. And then in the next scene where Vision comes to into her room, obviously she's grieving. But then like Vision, from what he says, like he says, isn't isn't uh, grief, love, persevering. Like yeah, it's it, it kind of gives her that extra that mo- every extra step to move past the the moment of her brother yeah. her brother dying. Vision with the stare. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Right. That like that's a really strong statement to make uh, yeah. from coming from somebody who is like a been a, alive for a month. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A synthesoid <laughs> like is still trying to wrap his mind around yeah. emotions, and then she immediately leaves that moment and drives to this uh, property where. Vision, like this is where like it pulls on the heartstrings too. Like Vision, oh, man. he bought the deed, and he's yeah. like to grow old with, or, or to grow old with you. And then it's like this property, and she, uh, she has a brief moment of like seeing her life, but then knowing that she can never accomplish it. So there's that moment of joy of like, wow, he really did this. This could have been us. And then uh, only for it to be broken down and like completely dissipated. Yeah. So like these highs and lows. She's been traumatized throughout her whole entire life, and so. Uh, you can kind of get into her headspace and where she is now at this moment. Yeah. Um, to create this whole entire reality, it's it's pretty intense, man. And yeah. you kind of you sympathize obviously with her by going through all of this journey with her, and you can kind of relate to like, hey, yeah. like what would I do if I had to live through all of these traumatic events? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's really set up. It's like you know, it's it, it's like she was hanging on to like a rope, and all these events were like little cuts. And, you know, she's had something there to catch her every single time. And then you're seeing this whole situation where this final cut, you know, was the, you know, the death of Vision was like the final thing. And she just like lost it because, you know, like, you know, it was, you know, her family, her family died. But, yeah, she survived and Pietro survived. So, you know, she was able to move along, you know, through the entire Hydra thing. She had Pietro and she was able to, you know, 
take control of her life a little bit by gaining powers. So, you know, she had that to catch her. And then even when Pietro was killed, she had Vision there to catch her. But there was nothing there to catch her when Vision died. So it was like, it was that last little bit of, you know, that was her just falling moment because there was just nothing underneath her. She gave into the darkness, like Agatha mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I do think unintentionally, but it yeah. does, it happens because a lot of times it's, it's interesting when someone goes through such immense trauma like that, the, the, one of the things they really just need is like a really good cry. Like they really need to, to mourn. They need to lament. They need to like sit there and and feel it and and not yeah. not embrace it, but be honest with the truth. And that's kind of what Ag- Agatha said to her at the beginning. Like you need to know, like this is this is just true for you, and you need to stop running from it. But it's like when she gets to that plot of land in Westview, she has that cry, and I think it's, she's kind of starting to have that moment of just just gonna cry it out and deal with it. But then like her powers consume her like and and to the point where it seems truthful now when she has said to multiple people she doesn't know how this happened she told this division and she said this to agatha she's telling the truth yeah like she it just kind of happened overwhelmed really yeah yeah it just kind of happened and even the way like when vision's standing there in black standing there in black and white and she's still in color like you can see her in her face, like what just happened? But then she once gives he, in. She gives once in he to says the, Wanda in a really sweet way. Welcome home. She's in black and white yeah. in the scene. It, yeah, it becomes her drug. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah, it, it really is. It's her. It's her own form of self medication. Like it was this um, like life preserver. She felt like she was drowning, you know, in her sorrow and her grief, and her creating this little bubble became something to grab onto for what she thought was, you know, her sanity. Wow. I love how you said it became her drug because, I mean, I think that's 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 actually perfect. I mean, the, specifically the chaos magic has yeah. caused this, right? The, maybe even the high from the chaos yeah. magic. Because, again, thinking back to, I think, episode, uh, what was it, number five when – they send in the drone, and then Wanda's just dragging it. Oh, yeah. She walks yeah. – she, again, she walks out of the hex. She is fully aware that she is doing this to people and does not care because the high of the drug of de- of dealing yeah. with their trauma in this Outweighs way – Outweighs the consequences. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, well, it's just like any other – like any like drug addiction that you see. Like you'll see – Good people that go that just fall into a like a cocaine addiction or a crack addiction, and they may have been a good person before they got addicted, and they may have loved their family, they may have loved their kids, but they get addicted, and all they can see is that next high that they want to get that drug, and they will do anything to it, and they don't care about that they are hurting people in their periphery. Yeah. Yeah, and and even when she expands the hex, it's like she is fully aware of what she's doing. Yeah, not just to save, like not just to save Vision, because she could just expand it a little bit. Yeah, she goes further. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. To get uh, the people who are looking into everything, yeah, uh, off her back by bringing them into her Gosh. bubble and controlling them. So, man, this is so intense. A couple things I noticed from the flashbacks. Um, there have been rumors and theories that, like, maybe Wanda and her brother did ha- – because they're mutants. We're just going to say it right now. Dang it. They're mutants. Uh, <laughs> Is she, though? Well, maybe not. But mm. 
In the comics, she is. So she's, here's, yeah, in yeah. the comics, yes, yes. So, she's a witch. She some, literally is established <laughs> as a witch, not a mutant. So some people have been theorizing that, like, maybe they had their powers before Hydra, which this pretty much confirms. Like, she reaches out as a kid to stop the bomb, and there are even some people who said maybe. Maybe Pietro grabbed her so fast to avoid the bomb. That didn't happen because we, we saw the footage. But, like, even Agatha's like, okay, so little little witch baby yeah, here. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> little witch girl tries to, you know, uh, prevent the bomb from going off. You could tell Wanda's yeah. like, she must have blocked that out. She's like, no, that that can't be right. Uh, also, something that was really interesting, when she's in the, the Hydra test site, like, the footage that they have – like the two Hydra scientists, they don't have any footage of the Mind Stone detaching from the Scepter, from Loki's Scepter, and like blowing up and having her pass out. They just have video of her standing and falling. Standing yeah. and falling. Well, not even, no, you're not even falling. It's standing and laying. In laying. Yeah. There's yeah. no other okay. in between. What What is that about? I really don't understand that. Do you guys have any theories on that? Uh, it, it's a Mind Stone, so it happened yep. in the mind. Yeah. I, it's possible <laughs> that it was just, you know, her own projection is her own connection with okay. the mind stone. And, yeah, and I can't necessarily make sense of it, but it reminds me of, like, the WandaVision show being edited. Like, the footage uh, okay. being altered. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could have been something along those lines, you know, even that first scene that you were saying, like, it was edited or, you know, whatever. Or maybe, um, you know, and maybe they had their powers, and then maybe that's what was actually happening. She was stopping it, or PHO actually helped them move. But I think more than anything, I think that was Agatha wanting that to be the answer in that situation. In she, she, because you know, anytime you see these prodigies in movies, there's this moment where they're able to do something because of an extremely stressful situation, and I think that's how Agatha wanted it to play out because it made sense to her for this moment to be like, oh, well, her, you know, her natural witch nature. Um, you know, came to the foreground there, and she was able to stop the explosion from happening. So that that made sense for her to for, for that to be how it, it played out. Yeah, I guess I I guess yeah I see. So I guess I'm just still confused I mean, by everything. we we really I mean obviously we're <laughs> My over, head we're, hurts. we're overthinking this probably no way <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna end up being something like surface level it's Mephisto yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Service level, uh, Hatman Foggy's just jerking everybody's chain around, and uh, we're gonna get. I mean, we're gonna get an epic conclusion, but yeah. I, I, I mean, we could be looking into this far greater. Right, let's than talk. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the conclusion. All yeah. right, let's let's talk about the. Again, I cannot. I cannot wrap my mind around how they're gonna land this plane. Okay, one episode in one episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and again, we've heard from Feige directly that. The events of WandaVision, whatever this means, will directly, lead yeah. directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Yeah. So that does open the floor for like a complete unsatisfactory cliffhanger. Like yeah. it's yeah. very oh, likely. Oh, gosh. And if you're listening right now and and you think, yeah, they're, I'm going to be totally pleased at the end of episode nine. No. I don't think there's any way that's happening. We're getting – I, I, I honestly 100% – believe that we're going to get Infinity War feelings leaving this yeah. series. And have to wait a whole year for Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah. I, oh I don't know. May, maybe, hopefully it won't be that bad. That, I definitely, not that bad. Th- but there I, will be some sort of a cliffhanger, I believe. And to speculate, there's probably going to be a ton of, again, a ton of speculation. But here, let's talk about the, 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 
the people that are literally at play right now. There is in the middle of their street in Westview, you have a, a, a showdown about to go down with Wanda and Agatha, with Agatha holding Wanda's twin children that she has conjured up matter out of nowhere somehow. You know, inside her belly to give birth to these freaky demon kids. Yeah, that's one right there. Yeah. Right? That's going down. You got Vision somewhere flying in the air, heading that way. Yep. You got you got Darcy in that that uh, carnival <laughs> truck somewhere, yeah, waiting for the the children to pass. <laughs> <laughs> waiting yep. for the children to pass. You have Monica with Fietro. We think more than likely, yes. I, and I and I think it's actually Fox mutant Quicksilver. So, which to me, that's my that's my fun theory. But probably Monica and Fiatro right there. Fiatro. <laughs> Dude, Fox Pietro. You Fiatro. have <laughs> you have Hayward, his sword legion, and oh yeah, by the way, Ultron two point yep. the white vision, literally about to take off. You have I, I believe in the comics it's Spectre Vision, I believe. Spectre Vision. I believe. I I, I gotta double check. On but, top yeah. of that, you have Wu and those other sword agents that are on the other side of the hex, like what are they thinking? Right, yeah. yep. Do we see the engineer that that you know? Do we see that, dude? That ship sailed, man. Maybe not, but like the point I'm trying to make is there is so much. There's the freaking yeah. dark hold in the basement yes. at her house. Yes, yeah, you're right. Senior Scratchy's still in this thing. I'm just trying to say like there There's is a lot. so much. And if we get another 44 minute episode with seven minutes of credits, there. Yeah. Get ready to be disappointed. It, not in the episode itself, but in the way you're going to feel at the end of it. Yeah. Wanting more. You're answers. not going to get those happy, fuzzy feelings of a full completion. Like this is this is meant to carry on somehow through the MCU in Phase yeah. Four. Uh, whether it is Wanda breaks reality at the end of this, and we are left with an uncertain MCU. Uh, after this the series, yep. and then obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier will take place uh, the moments leading up to the end of WandaVision, uh, and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will – well, no, then Loki's in the summer, and Loki's yep. going to take place at any point in time in the MCU timeline, and then Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is going to – Maybe not even the same timelines. Yeah. So like, – <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no exactly. Yeah. Because, of course, like we've talked about this before, but – He's not the Loki from the timeline that we are familiar with. So uh, many things can happen from at the end of this episode, yeah. and it's not going to be that happy conclusion. Yeah. The, like the end. It's going to be a to be continued for yeah. sure. Yeah, dude. Big cliffhanger on the way, man. For sure. And we will be here to talk about it on the Royal Geek Podcast. Any other thoughts for you guys before we get into before we finish this up? And you know, anything, anything else on next week's episode you want to predict? I mean, we're gonna get it. Definitely gonna get a Vision on Vision showdown. Yeah, easily. Um, I would like to see how uh, the White Vision. Uh, about Ultron. <laughs> how he manifests into Ultron, if that's yeah. if yeah. if that really does happen. I mean, uh, yeah, you could totally see like a battle between the two Ultrons. Then you have Monica <laughs> two Ultrons. and <laughs> yeah, uh, Monica and Pietro going at it, and then you have maybe um, Agatha and and Scarlet Witch. You know, going at it, you know, a team battle. I think this is going to be action packed, but it's also it's also going to have a lot of like you're going to think about this. This is yep. this is going to be very thought provoking uh, with a little action sprinkled in. Yeah. yeah, for a show that's had very little action, if you think about it, very little yeah. action. Yeah, it's but it's all leading up to a lot of duels, a lot yeah. of fights. Yeah. So, I mean, Gosh, it yeah. could be something. It didn't need a lot of action. 
No, no, no it it's been great. This, I've is, enjoyed this it. has been a really fun ride, Dude, and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Quit, yeah, talking people, about this. The people that quit after two episodes. Dude. I've I've talked to so many people who have quit after two episodes at my work. Do you just, just spit on yeah. them? I look at them. I'm like, you guys just don't have any yeah. idea what you're missing out on. I this know, is this. Right? It truly is like to be able to put so much thought into these episodes and pick up on all of these little details that are just there to you know. I mean, yes, it's fan service. Some of these things, but like the the Agatha reveal, like yeah. we, we were able to pick up these breadcrumbs and figure this like figure this out. Like, and then uh, the White Vision. I know I called that a couple episodes ago, and you did. Uh, yeah, you did. and it, it, for it to come, like how we just threw that in there. I know I called that. I mean, it, it is what it is, man. No, no big deal. I'm I'm just I'm just here. I mean, I think anyone who gave up after two episodes just doesn't understand how TV shows work. <laughs> Like That's legitimately, true. yeah. Like they're like it doesn't matter what TV show it is. You you're judging them off for the first two episodes. Usually does not work out well. I usually like, give it episodes, a, a series, four episodes. You got hooked me by four episodes, and then we're good to go. And yep. uh, and it was episode four yeah. that where we finally got some answers. It was yeah. like whoa. Because yeah. like, you're just like you're figuring. You got to figure yourself out. Like Parks and Rec. If you had given like Parks and Rec like just a couple of episodes, yeah. Like you would have been, you would have given up on it. You know, Thirty Rock too. You would have given Thirty Rock <laughs> yep. two episodes. You would have missed All that. Right, boys, you're, yep. you're losing the listeners. You're losing <laughs> the listeners. All right, let's wrap it up here. Uh, this has been a great episode i've actually really enjoyed this conversation with you guys um thanks to all of our listeners for listening uh we want to remind you to please follow us on twitter at royal geek pod and please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening share this podcast with some of your marvel friends anyone else that you know that is watching wandavision and we do other reviews uh we do we do want to mention that but just right now with wandavision coming out every single week we're just pretty busy we actually got some we're going to be doing some DC content soon, so be on the lookout for that. And then Falcon Winter Soldier comes out literally in like three weeks. Uh, so it's going to be a busy 2021. Royal Geek Podcast is your best place, uh, we think, to listen to <laughs> reviews on some of these movies and TV shows. We're so glad you chose to listen to today's episode. With all that in mind, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You peasants.